Well, hail to the victors. We have a national champion. Congratulations to the Michigan Wolverines and the Big Ten. They beat Washington, a future Big Ten team, 34 to 13 to finish out the season 15 and 0. We're going to talk about it. We're going to, I'm going to have my thoughts. You're going to have yours with your comments. We'll get to all of it right here because Lockdown Big Ten Live Edition starts right now. You are Locked On Big Ten, your daily podcast on the Big Ten Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Big Ten Live. I'm Craig Sheeman. Thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. If you are a regular every day, or we always appreciate it. If you're just discovering us for the first time tonight, follow the championship, welcome aboard. We do this every day. We talk Big Ten. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube as well as part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And this episode is brought to you by... FanDuel make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. It's $150. If your team wins, visit fanduel.com slash locked on and get started. Well, we got the natty. It's behind us now. The season's over. We'll recap this game and the key parts of this game. It certainly had a lot of storylines that are very interesting. So we'll have all this post-game reaction. And before we leave, we'll start to speculate about Jim Harbaugh's future now that this game is in the books. Plus, we'll have our tweets at the end of the program because most of you watching here or will also catch this version uh, recorded later on on Tuesday. We'll do our Tuesday tweets as well, something we do each and every week. Again, if you're new, be sure to subscribe if you're new. Thank you. Come on by. It's free. Click on subscribe and follow Lockdown Big Ten for free wherever you get your podcast. That way you get the latest episode of this podcast as soon as it becomes available each and every day. The audio versions out about 4 a.m. Eastern each time the video comes out about 6 a.m. It's there for you every day. But here we are live. Let's get into it. We'll get to your comments in just a little bit. Um, first of all, this game started, uh, with Washington winning the toss and deferring this game, just in a nutshell, ultimately, I don't know if it took the straightest line to getting there, but if you heard any of our previous podcasts on lockdown, big 10 and predictions of the game, my prediction was Michigan in the low thirties, Washington in the high twenties, Michigan did its part in scoring 34 points. Great job by Jesse Minner and the Michigan defense to hold this explosive Pac-12 Washington football team to 13 points. Remarkable, remarkable job today. So let's get to it here and discuss it all. Uh, Michigan starts uh, the ball, and they gave a heavy dose of not just Blake Corum, but they're really trying to get everybody involved on that opening drive. Cornelius Johnson uh, on a first down early on, Blake Corum, a couple of power runs. Uh, Kalem Mullings with a run as well. And then there was a, a, a sack by JJ McCarthy, but then the Donovan Edwards run of 41 yards. Look, this year was supposed to be Blake Corum and Donovan Edwards. It was all Blake Corum, Donovan Edwards, just a, a quiet year, if you will. Um, maybe it's because Michigan had so many people involved in their offense, whatever the case may be. It's really late in the year before he got his first touchdown. I think he had two of the regular season. He had two tonight. That was incredible. Donovan Edwards, the 41-yard run 
was explosive. It was his first one since the November game against Penn State. And so opening drive, Michigan, eight plays, 84 yards, four minutes and 46 seconds. Michigan, seven to nothing right there, right from the get-go. And Washington's going, hmm, okay. Because that was the thing we talked about. Michigan would run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. And that's the one weakness that Washington had defensively. And right there, Donovan Edwards, the 41-yarder, Michigan on the board. Uh, but it was early, so nobody hit the panic mode at that point. Uh, Washington's first possession, Dylan Johnson. This is the kid that has been injured for over a month, was hurt badly in the Sugar Bowl with the foot, said he's going to try and give it a go. He comes out there, runs, strong six-yard play. Somebody lands on his foot right into the medical tent. It looked like he was going to be done. He was far from done. I don't know how he got back in. He was even on the sideline. It looked like he was distraught, like he wasn't coming back in the game. And before you know it, he was back in. So Michael Penix, in the meantime, is trying to figure out what to do, trying to find uh, Jalen McMillan and Will Nixon is getting a lot, you know, a lot more touches at this point. And all of a sudden, Johnson's back in the ball game. So um, there was a key uh, portion of this opening drive. They had, uh, Washington had a call, a timeout on a third and two, and then Penix overthrew uh, Odunzi in the uh, end zone incomplete. They got to settle for a field goal. That's a note for most of this game here. Penix, who I have argued, and a lot of people would argue would agree with me at this point, Penix is one of the most accurate passers in the country, particularly long. He was overthrowing people all night long. Again, Michigan made him a little bit uncomfortable. They didn't have a lot of sacks tonight, but they just they just they got him uncomfortable. We had to throw like a half second early a lot. So they settled for a 25-yard field goal just inside the upright. Uh, it was a 14-play drive, but they got to settle for the three. Michigan still leads 7-3 to three at this point, 3.56 to go in the first. By the way, I want to point out early in the first half, Washington's kickoff coverage was great. They were down there in a hurry. They were smacking people around, and Michigan was starting deep in their own territory time and time again. The second drive by Michigan, uh, Blake Corum comes out, uh, you know, short run. J.J. McCarthy finds Roman Wilson for 37 yards. Good play-action pass. They're able to fake the run at this point because Michigan's just running the ball at will. And then Donovan Edwards again. 46 yards, gone. Um, and they were running that unbalanced jumbo package up front, shifting people around and the little smoke and mirrors. They shifted from the right to the left, and then Donovan Edwards had clear daylight on the right side. Four-play, 86-yard drive. Just took a minute and a half. Michigan's up 14-3, to 223 to go in the first before anybody even knows what's going on. Remarkable start for the Wolverines. Washington's second possession. Uh, Penix scrambling a little bit. Dylan Johnson's back in the game trying to do what he can do. And uh, McMillan makes a catch. Mike Sanders still makes a nice open field tackle. Otherwise, that would have been trouble. And then it forces him to punt. Sanders still will talk about him later. He had to play the game at the end. Uh, and then Michigan gets the ball for the third time. And Blake Corum's gone for 59 yards. After Donovan Edwards, two big runs. Now Blake Corum's getting in on the action. 59 yards. Offensive line blocked everybody, uh, helmet on helmet, everybody match it up just like you draw it up in the playbook and uh, 59 yards for the last play of the, of the first quarter. At this point of the game, as we go to the second quarter, Michigan has 174 yards on the ground, 153 of them before contact. Incredible, incredible. Um, but anyway, uh, that next drive, Stalls for Michigan. They got to settle for a uh, a field goal, 
And Michigan's up 17 to three at this point, 14 minutes to go in the second quarter. It's a five play 65 yard drive for a minute 53. But anyway, three scores already by Michigan early in the second quarter. So then uh, Washington gets the ball, and Penix is just trying to get somebody involved. Odunze, Jalen Polk, Dylan Johnson. Then they got two flags on this particular drive. A snap infraction by the center. False start later on. They're looking at third and 19. Um, and then uh, and but here was the here was something that was interesting that happened. So they go empty backfield with five receivers, and um, they hit McMillan for 11 yards. Now it's fourth and seven uh, on the Michigan 47-yard line, and Penix just flat-out missed Odunzi wide open. What would have been a touchdown. Absolutely. And again, this is their bread and butter. This is a pass that he hits 99 out of 100 times on the money in the bread basket. Uh, again, you want to credit Michigan for making him throw it a step, uh, step early, a tick early? Perhaps. Michigan takes over on downs at this point. They're very lucky because they should have gave up a touchdown at that point. But then they don't do anything. It's a three and out. They end up punting it for a touchback. And um, then Washington gets the ball back. And then Penix, he's getting sacked. Kenneth Grant, 340 pounds, gets in there and gets on him. Penix, an incomplete pass. He's checking down. They go three and out. Uh, Michigan, Blake Corum on the next drive. This is Michigan's fifth drive of the half, eight yards. Alex Orgy comes in at quarterback for a couple of specialty plays. And but here's the here was the first. I, I'm not going to argue with the call, but this is the point where Michigan is forked down and they're getting ready to punt. Remember the call timeout. It's from the Washington 39. It's like too far for a field goal, but too close to punt. They want to go for it. They're thinking about punting. Wait a minute. Let's call a timeout. Harbaugh calls the timeout. They come back out, and they said, you know what? Let's go for it. I don't have a problem with the call. I probably would have made the same uh, decision myself, but they throw an incomplete pass. Washington then takes over, and then they get a little momentum off of this. They get the defensive stop, and then the offense starts going. And Penix, a lot of quick passes. Now, they changed, instead of throwing downfield to their big-time receivers that are all going to be in the NFL someday, they uh, they start throwing to tight end uh, Jack uh, Jack Westover underneath stuff because it's available at this point. He's just uh, picking away at it. And um, Penix is fighting some blitz pressure here and there. There was a pass interference on Mike Sandristrill, the first penalty of the night. They end up first and goal. Dylan Johnson a couple of times. Uh, and then Penix does the design run to the right side. Chris Jenkins makes the tackles fourth down, but then Penix finds Jalen McMillan for the touchdown from three yards. It's 11 play, 61 yard drive, takes four minutes. And now Washington is within a score. Michigan's lead cut 17 to 10. Again, they, they didn't punt Michigan. They don't get the first down on a fourth down. Big swing there because Washington takes over and they punch it in for uh, for a touchdown. And that's pretty much how we end up going to the half at uh, 17-10. That's the score at the half. Up to this point, the longest pass play for Washington was 16 yards. They had never been held uh, without a 20-yard uh, pass completion uh, in a half uh, all year or in a game all year. And so far, they hadn't had one. The longest was 16 yards. Michigan, by the way, at this point is averaging 12 yards a carry, just grinding it. So that part of the game plan is going according to plan for Michigan. Washington is still trying to figure things out at this point, but it's a one-score game at the half. I want to take a look at some of your comments here on YouTube, so hit me up here. We'll do that. Get your comments on what you thought of the first half. 
later on. We'll obviously cover the second half and the big finish by the Wolverines and take a look at Jim Harbaugh's future and our Tuesday tweets as we're going to be, a lot of you are going to be watching this on a Tuesday as well. So all that's coming up on a live edition here late on a Monday night, championship Monday night, Michigan a winner over Washington on the live version here of Locked On Big Ten. You know, I know that we have a lot of situations in life that, you know, they're difficult and it has to deal with medicinal stuff, medical stuff. Uh, it's a lot of heavy stuff out there. It's why we watch sports to get our minds off of the crazy stuff going on in life. But let's talk about real life for just a moment. According to the FDA, pharmacies are running out of antibiotics like amoxicillin right in the middle of the worst flu season over a decade. It's pretty scary for a lot of people. Can't imagine a more helpless feeling than perhaps being a parent. You can't get medicine for your kids because we're running out. So, um, you know, supply chain issues, all that. So um, we can get you the life-saving medication that you need with Jace Medical. They have a Jace case. In fact, here's one right here. Send this to your house. It's uh, full of medications. A long list of stuff that treats uh, bacterial illnesses, UTIs, respiratory infections, sinusitis, skin infections, all that stuff. Anything that can happen to you. Visit jacemedical.com and complete your physician encounter, and it'll be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. It's never been more important to be prepared than today. So go to jacemedical.com and use the offer code locked on to get $20 off of your offer with Jace Medical. I want to thank everybody who's a regular checking us out here, uh, making Lockdown Big Ten your first listen every day, especially every day. Uh, meanwhile, be sure to subscribe down below if you're new to us. Check us out on YouTube, or you could share and follow and like Lockdown Big Ten wherever you catch us. Lockdown Big Ten, your team every day. Before we talk about the second half, let's, uh, let's take a look at some of the comments here that are coming in here on YouTube. Uh, Margaret checking in. Michigan's defense is awesome. Yes, it was. That was, uh, and I was a little worried about that only because this was not the defense. I was worried about the Washington offense. I thought this was the most explosive offense that Michigan has played all year. Hold them to 13 points. I mean, you had uh, Maryland and Ohio State scored 24 on Michigan and Alabama put up 20. Washington only 13. Maybe it, maybe it wasn't the most explosive offense. Talent-wise, I think it was, though. I think it was. And great job by uh, Jesse Minter and his defense there. Jeffrey checking in. Never had a worry from Alabama and even uh, Washington. Defense wins championships. All right. You're pretty calm. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, Maze Rage. Uh, let's see. Maybe, uh, let's see. Take off the bias glasses. Oh, I, I did an interview with Pac-12, and uh, my friend Spencer McLaughlin did say Washington would uh, would win, and I think he's taking a shot at him. It's all good, man. we got to make predictions. you got to be bold. you got to be bold. I did predict Michigan would win about uh, 33, 35 to 28. They did their part, and the defense was even better than I thought it was going to be. As a UW fan, congratulations to you all from Eric Wallace. Eric, let me be the first to welcome you here to Lockdown Big Ten. We're very excited about Washington coming to the Big Ten. In fact, 
The rematch, Michigan versus Washington, is October 5th at Huskies Stadium. Be ready. But welcome. I appreciate you checking us out here, uh, Eric, and the gracious text. Justin, checking in. My new favorite time of the year as a Florida fan, the offseason. Wow, okay. Well, you got to rest up. I was pretty excited. Uh, Florida Gators. Uh, I, I appreciate a Florida Gator fan checking us out here on Lockdown Big Ten. JW, Michigan needs to back up the Brinks truck to Minter's house and pay that man. Let's go. Jesse Minter, the defensive coordinator. Fantastic. Maybe he'll get poached as a head coach. Uh, he really is good. Um, Spencer saying uh, Minter, Jesse Minter, probably most likely leaving with Harbaugh to the NFL. We'll discuss that a little bit before we leave the airwaves here. Carson checking in. Uh, maybe just a grumpy Sparty, uh, but uh, here you go. Here's, here's a Connor Stallions joke about why they did so well. I, it just, it's just never going to end. <laughs> all right, let's get back into it. Um, first of all, let's talk about how things started in the second half. Both teams got a field goal on their first drive, and it was a punt fest, right? It was an absolute punt, punt fest. In the uh, in the second half, both defenses were making us a lot of three and outs as well. Uh, but Michigan was able to set up uh, and get its. Um, I, I forgot. Uh, Washington did not score on its first drive. Its first drive, Penix threw an interception on his first play, caught by Will Johnson. Uh, Mason Graham had the pressure, uh, pushing the center back on Penix. Then Michigan's first uh, drive, they had a penalty or false start, a couple, couple false starts, very un-Michigan like on that drive. They have to settle for a James Turner 38-yard field goal, and, and Michigan takes a 20-10 to 10 lead over Washington at that point, 11.55 to go in the third. Then Washington got the ball, the first full drive, if you will. But they have to settle for a field goal by Grady Gross, a 45-yarder. So now Michigan's lead cut 20 to 13 back to a one score game with about 858 to go in the third quarter. Then Michigan gets the ball um, punt. And by the way, at this point of the game in the third quarter, Michigan still hasn't converted on a third down with all their lead and their score and their big plays. They have not converted on a third down at this point of the game. Washington gets the ball. They end up punting the ball. Um, even though they had a nice couple of screen plays mixed in on that drive, it stalls. Michigan gets the ball. They punt it back again. That was the play where J.J. McCarthy was deep in his own territory and took off running. Nice 22-yard run. Thought something was going to be happening, but that drive stalled, and they had to punt. Then Washington gets the ball. They had, a again, Penix just overthrowing people. Uh, Polk down on the right side. Um, they do get a first down right on the last play of the third quarter, but early in the fourth quarter, they uh, they end up punting. Doing a great job keeping Michigan backed up. But then Michigan gets the ball. They go three and out. They punt. At this point now, we're getting into the fourth quarter. They put up a graphic on the TV that Michael Penix, and again, we talk about his accuracy downfield, led FBS football with 46 pass plays this year of 20 or more yards. Um, he still hadn't had any. Uh, he was 0 for 6 at this point on long shots down the field. Right out of that stat, incomplete pass to Polk. But then they get uh, the 32-yard pass play to Adunzi downfield, but then they have holding, so that gets waved off. And they end up punting again. 
Michigan gets the ball here. Now we're in the fourth quarter. J.J. McCarthy finds Colston Loveland for 41 yards, then Roman Wilson for 15 yards. Blake Corum, 12-yard touchdown runs. Like, where has that been all night? Nice drive, five plays, 71 yards, just two and a half minutes. Um, Corum breaking Anthony Thomas's career touchdown mark at Michigan. Michigan now up 27 to 13, seven minutes to go. All right. Michigan can start to smell it at this point. Washington getting a little nervous. But if there's a team out there that can uh, quickly strike, it's, it, it's, it's Washington and get themselves back in the game. And they've done it all season long. Um, Penix hooks up with a Dunsey for 44 yards. But right then there's a flag and a false start and an incomplete and a low pass and a catch and an overthrow. Michigan calls a timeout now. Now it's fourth and 13 for Washington. Penix gets drilled, throws a prayer to nowhere, and there is pass interference, but there's also a holding. So offsetting penalties. Michigan caught a break there. And then on the next play, Mike Sandristrill interception, 81 yards down to the eight-yard line. Of course, Blake Corm a couple plays later, punches it in for the touchdown. And Michigan, that was the winning margin, 34-13. to 13. And it just got away from Washington, and Michigan just kind of just kept pounding the rock all day and doing what they do. Again, uh, statistically, you want to look at J.J. McCarthy, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, I think off the top of my head, threw for like 140 yards, very modest. That's what they do. That's how they win. 15-0. and 0. Great season for Washington, too, 14-1. and 1. Coming into the Big Ten, again, I mentioned earlier, this uh, the rematch of the regular season will be October 5th. It'll be a big game. So anyway, uh, let's get some more of your thoughts here. Let me hit more of the comments. And uh, let's see, where do we leave off? Uh, Carson says, Penix played good all year and uh, sold the last game. Maybe I think you made, I don't know what you're going to tell Maybe he just stunk the last game. Look, you got to give Michigan defense all the credit in the world for that. Um. Blorbus checking in. They beat Penix black and blue. Yes, they did. I know he was hanging on to his ribs at the end of the game. And uh, here's Lyle Moore, obviously a Michigan hater. Uh, let's see here. Dr. Detroit, if there are any Pac-12 fans on this stream, you're going to learn the defense wins game. Yeah, it does. Look, out of the top 20 scoring defenses in the country, uh, the Big Ten has six of them. In fact, I'll, I'll dial it down even more. The first four, the top four in the country, Michigan, Ohio State, uh, Penn State, and Iowa, one through four, top four scoring defenses in the country. Now, Oregon was top nine, um, but Washington was like 53rd. So, yeah, th there may be a little give and take. Pac-12 teams have to come in and play more defense. Maybe Big Ten teams have to play a little more offense. We'll see. It all kind of even out a little bit. But you're right. I mean, they, there's you can have to play some defense in the in the Big Ten. No, uh, no question. Here's another one. Jesse Mentor worth his weight in gold. Absolutely, he was. Uh, Joshua checking in. Ohio State will go 15-0 next season. Well, there you go. Buckeyes call their shot already. <laughs> uh, now correcting himself, 16-0. That's right. We're going to have extra playoffs next year. <laughs> Got to keep that in mind. All right. Very good. Thank you for all that input as uh, we are live here. Um, let's see here. Milo says, not saying that this is an excuse for Washington's poor play, but the refs missed Michigan uh, 12 men on the field and on a fourth down. I did not see that. Maybe they did. Um, I don't know. That would have made a factor uh, in this game. 
Uh, I don't think so anyway, but uh, anyway, I did not particularly see that as well. All right. Um, coming up, we'll talk about Jim Harbaugh and his future now with Michigan. He was watching all the confetti coming down and uh, having really enjoying himself. His brother did make it. John Harbaugh made it in. He had some flight trouble with some weather in the Northeast. They showed him a shot, a shot of him uh, during timeout coming up to his brother on the sideline. Hey, I'm here. I think he was good, glad to see him. So Michigan wins its first national championship since 1997. We'll have some more thoughts. We'll talk about Jim Harbaugh. We'll have our tweets. That is all coming up right here on Locked On Big Ten Live on a championship Monday night. I want to tell you about FanDuel. You know, the NFL regular season is over. We're into the playoffs now. Still have fun with FanDuel, the playoffs. Get in on the action. FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. It's $150 in bonus bets, win or lose, and the app is super simple to use. Many different things like uh, live same-game parlays. You can find bets in the new Explore tab. They really uh, help you navigate through this. You can make a parlay in the Parlay Hub. they got a hub just for that with suggested parlays for you. Best way to find the popular ones. I always tell you in the postseason, go with the lower scores on the under. Defense kind of steps up, points out a premium. That's my advice to you. So visit fanduel.com slash locked on and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. All right, as we continue live here on Lockdown Big Ten. Get some final thoughts going on regarding all the activity here with the championship, Michigan. A winner, first national title since 1997 with a 34-13 win over the Huskies. Also, a quick reminder, did you know that all the Locked On uh, family has created a new channel? It's Locked On Sports Today, uh, 24-7 streaming service. You can check that out. All of our shows are on it on a regular basis, 24 hours a day. And uh, you should uh, go ahead and check that out and subscribe. After you subscribe here, of course, to Locked On Big Ten, that is Locked On Sports Today, 24-7 around the clock. All right. Um, let's talk about Jim Harbaugh for a minute. I think he's leaving. I think he's leaving. Uh, particularly now he, he accomplished his goal. He brought Michigan back to prominence, college football playoffs, three years in a row, won the national championship at his alma mater. He did it. Now we all know he's got $125 million contract extension waiting on his desk when he comes back to Ann Arbor. We also know that there are a lot of NFL teams that are very interested in him. Uh, I, my bet would be the Chargers. You know, Chargers, Raiders. I'm not so sure about the Bears. We'll see what happens. Now, every year his name comes up. Every year a lot of teams are interested. Teams like the Vikings, you know, decide not to pull the trigger. So we'll see what happens. I think there's a desire to go win a Super Bowl now that he's won the national championship. He's checked that box. I don't know. I, I kind of think he was going to go win or lose because all the NCAA stuff that's still coming around the corner. He accomplished his goal. He got the title. And I think I think deep down inside, he wants to be that coach that, you know, they always say, well, college coaches aren't successful in the NFL. Well, he's already had some success in the NFL. And he's had success at the highest level at college. And I think he would like to be one of those guys that says, I won a national championship in college and a Super Bowl in the NFL. So that's what I think. And I think it could come sooner than later, maybe before the end of the week. Don't know. I don't know that for sure. That's just a gut feeling. We'll see what happens with that. 
We can take more of your comments on that as well. But first, let's take a look at some of we'd like to do since uh, some of these people who uh, some of you guys who aren't watching us live live will catch this because it'll be repeated afterward and bleed into Tuesday. Every Tuesday we do something called Tuesday tweets. So I'm gonna put those on the screen. Uh, a lot of these things that I uh, found earlier, right up to game time. Swanky Wolverines, a favorite of ours. Here's a picture of the Michigan plane all decked out and uh, ready for the trip to Houston uh, that they took down there. Uh, here is uh, in the big house. It says, uh, this is the Michigan hotel in Houston. Absolutely insane. It's a video. It, pan or, it pans around. It's just packed with people, packed with Michigan fans. Uh, you can check some of that out as well. From the Alumni Association of the University of Michigan, uh, here is uh, Rich Eisen, who uh, a media type. He says, it's uh, one last game. This is right before, one last game before the Marbles. Last time Michigan versus everybody, and uh, Monday night everybody will be Washington. Let's go blue. Those who stay will be champions. They did. They are. All right. Here is from uh, Amaz Amazing History. Just a great shot of the helmet saying it's time. You know what time it is. Let's go blue. There was a lot of this on social media. People just chomping at the bit ready to go. I love this picture. Washington. Huh? Here's a bunch of Huskies being, being ridden by a Michigan Wolverine. Again, this is swanky Wolverine. Also, college sports only with a picture of Blake Corum. This is his regular routine uh, in high school. High school. 4.30 wake up, 5 o'clock speed work, 7 a.m. go to school, 3 o'clock lift, 4 o'clock practice, 6 o'clock post-practice session with a trainer. How about that? Um, this is obviously Photoshop, but Swanky Wolverine putting a Michigan flag on top of the White House. Got to love that. Here is uh, from Alejandro. Uh, Jim Harbaugh says Michigan watches nature documentaries before football games. We allow ourselves to devolve into a pack of wolves. That's what we want to channel probably nature's greatest fighting instinct. That's what they do in their spare time. Uh, here is Blake Corum arriving for the national championship. All got his, got his hat, a cowboy hat, all ready to go. This game was in Houston after all, right? Uh, that was from the Big Ten Network, by the way. Here's from the Scarlet and Gray podcast. We'll give a shout-out to uh, Buckeyes. Nothing to see here. Just Ole Miss running back uh, Quinshawn Judkins spending the evening in Columbus, Ohio. Hmm, maybe transfer portal. Here is Barstool, Ohio State this weekend. C.J. Stroud, now a Houston Texan, and he is in the playoffs as a rookie and will probably be rookie of the year. And also, here's a picture from uh, Hayes. He's checking in with a picture of Alabama uh, center Seth McLaughlin. He is committed to Ohio State right after the Rose Bowl. He's leaving Alabama and going to uh, Ohio State. They need some help at center. Keep in mind now, he's the one that had the five bad snaps in that game that helped Michigan win. <laughs> so we'll see. All right, just some Tuesday tweets uh, for those of you catching this on Tuesday. Wanted to share that with you here on our live ver ver version of Lockdown Big Ten. All right, final thoughts. Congratulations to Michigan. They win. We'll wait and see what happens with Jim Harbaugh. If you're new to this uh, podcast, again, the audio versions come out every day at 4, and the video comes out at 6 a.m. every morning Eastern time. We've got, we've got a lot of Big Ten hoops coming up. We will always have an eye on football. Football rules today. During season, off season, the whole thing. But we'll get into some hoops as well. We're looking forward to all of that. Many ways for you to contact us. If you want to, you can reach us on Twitter or X at TalkBig10. Also, our website, TalkBig10, number 10.com, and here on YouTube 
as well. Be sure to subscribe and follow this podcast right now on your favorite podcast app, and you'll get the latest episode of Lockdown Big Ten as soon as it's available each and every day. Lockdown has also launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube called Lockdown Sports Today. Check it out. All of our shows are on there. It is great. Keeps you up to date with everything. And uh, you can go there and subscribe as well. That'll do it for this live version and put a bow on the college football season. The Michigan Wolverines are national champions. Thanks for checking us out here on Lockdown Big Ten. I'm Craig Scheman. 